in this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Zechariah chapter 10, verses 1 through 5, where I'll ask the question, how will God restore his people? Zechariah chapter 10, verses 1 through 5 says, Ask rain from the Lord in the season of the spring rain, from the Lord who makes the storm clouds, and he will give them showers of rain to everyone, the vegetation in the field. For the household gods utter nonsense, and the diviners see lies. They tell false dreams, then give empty consolation. Therefore the people wander like sheep. They are afflicted for a lack of a shepherd. My anger is hot against the shepherds, and I will punish the leaders, for the Lord of hosts cares for his flock, the house of Judah, and will make them like his majestic steed in battle. From him shall come the cornerstone, from him the tent peg, from him the battle bow, from him every ruler, all of them together, they shall be like mighty men in battle, trampling the foe in the mud of the streets. They shall fight because the Lord is with them, and they shall put to shame the riders on horses. Zechariah is painting a picture of how the Lord is going to restore Judah and Israel. He's painting a picture from the Lord of just exactly what it is that the Lord is going to accomplish there with these guys who just came back from exile. When they came back, they had all sorts of excitement, all sorts of fervor, all sorts of energy about doing the work of the Lord, but things didn't necessarily go as easily for them as they had hoped. It wasn't so simple to enter back into the promised land and rebuild the temple and rebuild Jerusalem and rebuild their homes. It took a lot of work. And a lot of times that work would stall. And a lot of times their fervor would fall out. But the Lord promises that he is going to do this great and mighty thing of restoring Judah, of restoring Israel to their former glory. Well, with this idea in mind, here are three thoughts from Zechariah chapter 10, verses 1 through 5, answering the question, how will God restore his people? Thought number one, future blessing. The Lord's going to restore his people by giving them the blessing that they need. What blessing do they need? They need the rain. They need the rain. Why? Because the rain makes the crops grow. And then what do you do with the crops that grow? Well, you can eat for one. And not only can you eat, you have some extra. So that way you can sell some so you can make a little money from these other fellows who want to eat your crops. It all comes from the blessing of the Lord, the Lord who provides the rain. He's going to give them the rain that they need. He's going to give them the blessing that they need. So that way they can grow all the food that they need to survive. So that way they can make a little money so they can continue in all of their projects and start to pull themselves up out of this dire situation they have found themselves in. You see, the Lord is restoring his people by providing them with the blessings that they require in the moment. A lot of times we want things to be nice and easy. We want things to be nice and quick. We want them to just go right ahead like that. But that isn't necessarily the way the Lord works. He provides the blessing of rain. And then over time, you get the bounty of the crops. Thought number two, faithless shepherds. One of the things that the Lord is going to do to restore his people is he's going to take these faithless shepherds and throw them out. These faithless shepherds, these leaders who are not guiding the people of Jerusalem, these people who are returning from exile in the right way. He's going to take these faithless shepherds and he is going to bring them low. They will no longer have those positions of authority, no longer have those positions of leadership. They are no longer going to be listened to. And it's because they were not faithful to the commands of God. They weren't rightfully teaching 
rightfully leading, rightfully demonstrating God's purposes in the return from exile. And because of that, they're called faithless shepherds. It's quite an insult. It isn't one of those things that you want to be called. But this is what the Lord will do. He'll take those faithless shepherds, those leaders who have not lived up to the standard set before them, and he will cast them aside and bring in some shepherds who will do the work as he has commanded. Thought number three, Judah's strength. The Lord is going to give Judah strength. He's going to give them the necessary might that they need. He is going to give them the power, the strength, the authority. This is what the Lord is going to provide. So while he promises a future blessing and he condemns those false leaders, those faithless shepherds who are guiding them in inappropriate directions, he is also going to give them the strength that they need to ultimately accomplish the purposes he has set out for them. This should give us some comfort. It should give us comfort to know that the Lord will provide sufficient strength for his people to do that which he has commanded. We can trust that the Lord will put before us tasks that are difficult, but also trust that he will give us sufficient strength to accomplish those tasks. So if you have something that the Lord has put before you to do, a good work prepared in advance for you to accomplish, believe that he has also given you the necessary strength, the necessary wisdom, the necessary perseverance to accomplish that task. It's easy to get discouraged when things aren't necessarily going your way. And the people of Israel were certainly feeling that. And Zechariah is coming and letting them know, you might be discouraged and that's okay, but you need to trust that God is bringing about his purposes and utilizing his people to do so. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Zechariah chapters 8 through 14. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.